Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today on Help, I Sexted My Boss. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. William's superhero character is revealed. I share the new thing I've had in my hands quite a lot recently. Now, it's a sexual etymology of the week, but we are not a sex podcast. And we have a Eurovision dilemma. Enjoy! Have you been watching The Traitors lately? No, why? Well, yeah, I mean, yes, I have, but that was weeks ago. I'm getting Claudia Winkleman vibes with that jumper you've got on. Oh, what a compliment. Yeah. Thank you. It's pink and fluffy. And it's the jumper. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Help I Sex and My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like what do you do if you find your old baby teeth in your parents' loft? It's a great insight into our producer's mind, this script. <laughs> Has William's cape arrived yet? Oh, more on that oh, in a minute. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony aunts, are we? William Hansen, the UK... Just say, just say etiquette expert. Why? You don't need to do all that social media stuff. It's embarrassing. I was, ab- I was about to. No, I know, but you really contractually or non-contractually I don't need to say I'm going to say the UK's leading etiquette expert who gets everywhere. You said that last week. He gets more than what? Okay, the UK's leading campus etiquette expert. Camp? Just don't get involved. No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more elegant. Radio presenter, television presenter, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Stick with radio for now. (laughs) No, we're not Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more elegant. You're more negligent. It's a bit harsh. (laughs) It's from Jeff in Johannesburg. Jeff in Johannesburg? Yes. I read a novel about two brother and sisters in Johannesburg. Right. it It wasn't for me. Oh. It wasn't for me. The book or Johannesburg? The book. Okay. I've never been to South Africa. No, have you not? Oh, is it New Zealand? No, Johannesburg is oh, in South no, Africa. Oh, no, it wasn't South Africa, it's New Zealand. Right. right um, yeah. It's yeah. the Southern Hemisphere, but it's okay. it's worlds apart. Anyway, should we have a toast? Yes, well, let's toast. We uh, In our Friday episode, we talked about this, uh, this person. Let's toast uh, former Traitors contestant Charlie and her mum, Deb, because they listen. Do you want to pour many? Oh, sorry. Jordan's just poured a... Porter de Bonnet just for him, not for me. Selfish. Thank you. I'll drip that everywhere. Not your drops off. Cheers. So, Charlie and Deb, this is for you. Mm. Oh, baby. So, you are right? Yeah, I'm good. We've never... I never knew you as a Summer Heights High fan. Just before we start recording, 
Me and William were doing some... Uh, some Heights High quotes. Favourite quotes. If you've never seen it, definitely watch Some Heights High. It's hard to find. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Could be seen as problematic now. A bit mm. like Come Fly With Me, but very funny. I would say it's less problematic than Come Fly Yeah, it me. is. Yeah. Where have you bloody been, bitch? Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's a nice show. Nice Do you have an impression? What Mr. one G. was I doing? Welcome to Mr. Cheese Room. That Jesus was Stuart, Jesus not me. Welcome to Mr. Cheese Room. <laughs> She's a naughty girl with a bad habit. A bad habit for drugs. It's set in a school and it's there are three characters, but the best one is Mr. G, who's the drama teacher. She's a slut and she knows it. <laughs> what is it? That, that's it, yes. And then what's the other one with Margaret? Uh, you shove it up your ass, Margaret, which is a clip that often does the rounds on do, social media. We should do a... Um, some Heights High little marathon. Yes. Like my, I, with uh, Leanne and Chelsea and Vicky, we once did a um, Vicar of Dibley marathon and did one episode. <laughs> it's not, not particularly uh, good. But yes, we should, we should try to. They're shorter episodes for Summer Heights High. Anyway, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Well, would you like a cape update? Yes. You teased <laughs> it. A... <laughs> a few weeks ago, I asked Jordan if I could get away with wearing a cape. Jordan said, yes, I have ordered it. Two updates. Yep. One, when I said cape, I meant cloak. Oh, okay. I mean, it's cape-esque, but it's actually more of a cloak. And yes, it has a hood. Detachable. Secondly, it hasn't arrived yet because I've had to go to great lengths to get this shipped from Germany via the Netherlands to Britain. Okay. Because the company I've ordered it from in Germany don't ship to the UK Brexit, etc. I'd imagine. So I've had to ship it to my lovely colleagues at Protocol Bureau in the Netherlands, who then did a trip to Shanghai, got home to then package up my cape and send it on. And I'm waiting for it now. What's your superhero name going to be? Um, Cloak Person. Well, that's not very good, is it? Campman? Campman. What would you all, su- I think we all know who the camp man is what here. What would your superpower be? Um, Instead of webs coming from your wrist, it could be spunk. Please. Camp man. Oh, you're covered in semen. Sorry. Just to be camp. <laughs> semen and camp do not go hand in hand. Oh, right in your eyes, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> all oh, over your face. My spunky senses are going off. <laughs> oh, oh, I really want to hurt you, Mr. Bad Guy, but you look absolutely hot as F right now. Ooh, camp man. <laughs> I th- okay. You- Sprinkle, sparkle, spunk. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it like this. Sprinkle, sparkle, spunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, the trailer this week is going to be good, isn't it? <laughs> I was you. I think you can be Catman because you just do it so well. Um, <laughs> I agree. I, I'll, I'll. My superpower will just be. I'll be able to sort of turn people to ice just with a withering look. That's a good one. Yeah. Or you could be etiquette man when oh when someone's doing something that's not very good etiquette, you just come out of nowhere. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> We're back to Catman. Catman, <laughs> sprinkle, sparkle, spunk. Anyway. It is on order. I'm hoping by next week I'll have it. I think you're going to love it. I'm a bit worried the weather's going to improve and actually I won't need a cloak. Okay. But um, I'm hoping we go through an icy spell. I've got a little fashion update as well. Do you? Yeah, so I've lost my glasses. Oh. So I've ordered some new ones. Right. And I'm, I'm kind of regretting the ones I've ordered because I took a selfie 
And I don't... So are, you've lost your Ronnie Barker ones. They're quite thick. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I, I think these might be a bit... <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're like Dame Edna's. <laughs> I was just going to say, are you get, don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> How would I describe these? The um, colour's a bit out there. No, I think the colour's fine. They're even bigger than your last yeah, pair. Yeah, because the other ones were too small. Yeah. And I've got... I, they're like a bluey green. Yeah. That's it, yeah. For those that want to see. We'll put the picture up of my new glasses. The trouble with glasses... So Mikey went and got some new glasses the other day, and he sent me all these photos. Oh, they look nice. But I everyone looks really miserable. No, the other ones are better. Everyone always looks really miserable when they send uh, glasses photos, because obviously you're in public. And I th- just I said to him, can you just model these with a smile? They're too big, aren't they? Yeah, I think what you've gone with are the best choice okay. of... how. What colour would you describe it? He says, asking a colourblind person. Purpley blue? Mm. Yeah, okay. I would say sort of an aqua. What else has been going on? Well, I've got a big big update. Yeah? I did let you know this over our weekend away in Alfriston a few weeks ago. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Sprinkle Sparkle Spunk. That's got to be my best one in a while. <laughs> it's like see it, sense it, sort it. <laughs> Sprinkle Sparkle Spunk. <laughs> Funny. So... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have become a big Game Boy. I beg your pardon? I'm a big Game Boy, and I have now got a Nintendo DS. Yes, I'm having some sort of quarter-life crisis. And this is my Nintendo. Now, you had this at Alex Polizzi's, Nancy Pelosi's place, didn't you? Sorry, it's not a Nintendo DS. I think it's a Nintendo DS. It's a Nintendo Switch. What has happened to you? Read a book! Well, no, I do read books, but I now also play on the Game Boy. Guess what game I play? What? Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, do you actually? And that's what sold it to me. So Mikey got one for Christmas, and I started to have a go on Mike as over Christmas. And I thought, oh, it's quite nice. It's quite, I quite like it. And, and tell us the premise portable. of portable. The... Hogwarts Legacy. I oh, just mince around Hogwarts, sort of like fighting spiders and trolls and, and things. And who's your character based on? My character's called Sean Mendes. Yeah. And you've he... made him look like. I have made Sean Mendes uh, my character. I'm just logging on now. I'll show you, Sean. You see, look, I'm currently I'm currently in some sort of cave. I don't can't remember what That's the objective a nice is. Cape. Oh. Yes, you see, he's in a cave as well. But that's also it helps with protection, is what I've learnt. Uh, but let me let me show you Sean. Sound effects. What is happening? Do you not do you not have a games console? I've never really been into. I played a bit of FIFA when I was younger oh. and, and GTA. My mum always Some... says when all rest of boys were fighting over Xbox or PlayStation, you just come down and read your little books. <laughs> <laughs> right, we get it. We don't. No, you need to see Sean because I'm actually also. I haven't actually admitted this. I'm slightly attracted to my um, Hogwarts Legacy Sean Mendes character. He's not quite like Sean Mendes, but I'm like, oh, I've 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 created someone quite nice. What's Mikey's character? He's not yet played it. This isn't working. I'm just going to turn it off. Um, he's not played Hogwarts Legacy yet. We'll play Mario Kart together. Okay, but right. you, you, I also you sit in bed and. No, not in bed. Um, play Mario Kart. I sit on the sofa. How do you have time to play games? You're literally writing books, running English manager, manage, manage whatever it's called, doing a podcast, you're doing films. Where do you get time? Well, I would also like to apologise to everybody um, in 2016 uh, because I wrote an article in the Daily Mail about Pokemon Go, which was the big... 
it's back in now. Is it back in? Well, yeah. I'll, probably, I'll probably play it next Full week. Full grown men going round parks looking for Pokemon. It what? weren't a good look. Uh, well, I quite agree with you. And this is what I wrote in the Daily Mail a few years ago. I said that uh, people basically should stop playing computer games when they get, get to the age of 18. I retract that. I did, however, write. <laughs> I don't give two hoots as to whether there's a Wartle on Wardour Street or a Pikachu on Piccadilly or a Jigglypuff going down Old Compton Street. That's very good. Thank you. I was quite pleased with that. That's very good. I have a life and I'm very happy in it without resorting to tired video games to give it some extra pep. Pokemon Go should only be played by the unemployed or those who wish to be. So I'm sorry about that. God, you were very cutting in your I was quite age, cutting. weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Obviously, video games, absolutely fine. However, I do make sure I've done all the housework before I have a go on the Nintendo Switch. Well done. That's a that's a good one. So that's, that's my good. thing. You should get one and then we could play each other. Play with each other. Not play with each other, play each other. No, I'm not I, if my if I get a bit of free time, I like to read. I love going in to read. To right. Read. It's a little study in reading. Into your study. Oh shut up. <laughs> Swinging on that. That's that ladder along the bookcases. It's a spare bedroom, but I'd like say study. You've turned your spare bedroom into a study. Yes, but I actually, I'm not getting into this now on mic, but I actually haven't. Shut up, right? Anyway. But funnily enough, I'm mm. really into, at the moment, proper binging it. And to our friends in Scotland, why have you never told us about this before? Two doors down on iPlayer. It's so funny. It's abs- It's a Scottish sitcom about these mm-hmm. neighbours. And it's brilliant. And I, I watch about two a night when I get home from work. You've got Christine, who's my favourite, who mm. just swears like a trooper. She reminds me of my mum's friend. And you've got Kathy as well, next door but one, who <laughs> smokes like a chimney. And what I love that they say as well. They say Every time they say it, it just makes me laugh. I love how Scottish people say pished. Oh, I was pished last night. I was on the pish. Yeah. Also, on the piss is a great British term. No one else says that. Yeah. What, what would other nations say? Drinking beer. He's drinking beer. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I'd say to my mum, have you fallen out with my dad? She went, yeah, he's been on piss all weekend. You know, like mm. that. Yeah. Just, or I just love it when you say to a mate, usually back up north, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm on piss all weekend. Or yeah, I was on piss last night. It's great. But two doors down. Really, you'd love it. Okay. It's, well, it's, I'm too it's busy a grower, on my Nintendo. But it's fantastic. Pesht. Has pesht. Right. Well, I'll give it a go if I've got Bad the time. Guy. I'll never forget. I was mm. at, uh, was I at Tea in the Park? I was at Tea in the Park, which is in Scotland. Oh, I had a lovely Tea in the Park once. And um, we was queuing up a, a, a van. Yes. Very good joke. Thank you. And I'll never forget, I, was, I got a burger and the guy in front of me went, five pounds for a fucking burger! And just always made me laugh. You had to be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm so glad we all missed out. Been all right. We're, we're there. We're out of January now. Yes, nice. Yes. Are you excited for your big one? Well, it's not a big one, actually, is it? It's just you're 34. 34. You excited for your birthday? Yeah, I'm not doing it, really. You laying on anything special I this year? I might go. I might see if anyone's about to go to the pub across the road from me. See if anyone's But it about. is Valentine's Day. I know. <laughs> you have to phone up all your single friends. Mm. All the single friends? All <laughs> single. All single. Are you still doing your 35th party? Mm. Is this because you're worried you're going to have one eye by the time you're 40? <laughs> I, I forgot. Please, can we get your Pugsy Bear patch? Please. No, I'm doing a 35th birthday because I want to do a 35th oh. birthday. Oh, I did what? a 30th. Are you taking us up the shard again? No. Oh. No, that was only for... And if it ends in a zero. That was when and I... And it also wasn't the shard. 
Was it not? Sky Garden. Oh, was it Sky Garden? Yeah. Oh, well, that's ruined my joke for years. What? William took me up the shard. I took you in the Sky Garden. Oh, okay. Well, where, where, where are we having it? Uh, lower, lower level. <laughs> well, I mean, anything's lower level compared to there. That's when I was really scared of lifts. I was worried about that all week. It was like getting a flight for me, that. And they made you uh, let go of my helium balloon saying 30, thank God. Mm. So you can bring it up. Mm. And it just floated away. Shall we go on to William's Etiquette Etymology of the Week? Yes. Now, just before I say this, I would like to make this perfectly clear that this is not a sex podcast. No, it's not. I don't want to be. I don't want to be known as. A, we're not. We we deal with sex, sexual issues, but we're not a sex podcast. So after the break, I'll be telling you all about the history of the dildo. <laughs> Well, we've got a little treat for you in this wonderful podcast, Midpoint G&Divas. And it's all thanks to Crisp and Dry One Cow Spray Oil, 100% rapeseed oil in a one-calorie spray. Do you like Pancake Day, William? Do you get involved? Yes. If I if I remember it's coming up, I mean, I am this year. I can't can't forget it. But sometimes I, I forget. But no, I love a pancake or a crepe, as sometimes I call them. What's your favourite top? Topping. Topping. Lemon and sugar. Oh, very yeah, simple. Classic. Some might say a bit boring. How rude. But I do love a bit of uh, chocolate spread on it, banana, strawberries, oh. blueberries. Or you could just that have... That poor pancake and all the weight of all those toppings. You could have... A, my other one is a pancake yes. yeah, with uh, just strawberries and blueberries with honey on. Mm. Oh, okay. And a bit of yoghurt. Lovely. Well, there's so much, so much diversity. So versatile. Do you know the origins of Pancake Day, Jordan? Something to do with Shrove Tuesday in it. Well, okay, do you know the origins of Shrove Tuesday? So it's through with God. <laughs> well, sort of. Basically, Shrove Tuesday was named after the Shriving Bell, which was a certain type of bell, and it was a call for people to begin making pancakes. And those pancakes were done as a way to get rid of all the rich foods in your house, such as eggs, sugar, milk, before the fasting began for Lent. Oh. So they do have religious overtones, although people from all faiths and no faiths can enjoy them now. To celebrate Pancake Day, Crisp and Dry set us the challenge of putting together the perfect pancake. And when we came in to record the podcast episode, mm. the studio had been turned into a kitchen. Yes, a little sexted kitchenette. We both had to make and toss our pancakes and then jazz them up with toppings. There's the letter. Dear William and Jordan, you're probably wondering why we've taken over your studio. Yes. Well, we want to see who is more likely to plate up the perfect pancake oh. using Crisp and Dry's One Cow Spray Oil. Let the pancake showdown commence. Ready, set, go. You can see all of that on our socials. We did have a secret weapon, though. Oh, right. Crisp and Dry One Cow Spray Oil, which makes cooking pancakes a total breeze. It was dead easy, weren't it? Were yes, you? it gave our pan a super even coating so our pancakes wouldn't stick. Ready for my toss? Go on. Here we go. Jordan. Are we ready in the studio? Yeah. In three, two, one. Oh. <laughs> Shall I get a plate? Yeah, you might as well. Okay. Delicious. <laughs> I have to say, I didn't realise that I then had to do it. Yeah. So there's some pressure on me. We'll sift the flour. Get a bit of air. Now, you'll notice how when I'm doing it, none of it went on the side. Here we go. One egg. <laughs> oh, two eggs. Oh, thank oh. you. I'm going to do it slightly differently and put my eggs in first. You do the milk as I whisk. OK, stop, stop, stop! What, is this normal milk or full fat? I'll tell you. Step skip. He knows the semi when he puts one in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy the toss-off? I loved the toss-off. I always love tossing with you. 
Exactly. Who do you think was the best tosser? Me. Mm, you had good technique. It wasn't perfect. I needed a bit of practice. Did a job. It, yeah. The first pancake's always a bit funny. Yeah. But I think in terms of end product on the plate, mine looked a lot more classically like a pancake. Williams and hoverer. You know, when you're in the kitchen, someone hovers. You were, You got very irritable. You were like me, like a bad smell. I was like, get out, stop, get off, just back off. When people are in the kitchen, just give them space. Well, it's hard when I'm meant to be standing next to you. So remember, Crisp and Dry's 100% rapeseed oil is now in a handy one-calorie spray. It's your go-to for the upcoming Pancake Day shenanigans. It's the secret ingredient you didn't know you needed. Just give it a few sprays and you'll be on your way to make the perfect pancake. It's the effortlessly versatile spray oil, ideal for roasting vegetables, frying the perfect fried egg, whipping up something tasty in the air fryer, and of course, creating the perfect pancake. And not just that, crisp and dry spray bottles are fully recyclable and made from 50% recycled plastics. So for the perfect pancake day companion, look no further than crisp and dry, the 100% rapeseed oil with only one calorie per spray. Buy now in store at Tesco and Asda. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge, is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, etiquette, etymology of the week. Lovely. Welcome back, G and Divas. And this is not a sex podcast, but here is indeed requested by you a few weeks ago when we were talking about uh, dildos, the history of the dildo. It's not quite what we all thought at Etiquette Towers we'd be researching, but here we go. For the old name dildo, isn't it? <laughs> just don't, don't, don't be. it is well, who looked at a fake cock and thought I know Bob we'll call that a dildo well the origin I'll start there then the origin of the world word dildo isn't certain some scholars scholars claim it is nonsense uh, and it's a made up word whilst others suggest <laughs> do you want to stop <laughs> this is so funny others suggest that the Italian word diletto meaning delectable or the English word diddle meaning to deprive and that's where we over time got to dildo Right, okay. Could be a nonsense word. Anyway, the first dildos, um, it's impossible to say if the ancient objects, which are often simply described as fallacies by archaeologists, were used as dildos, but the earliest candidate for what we think could be a dildo goes back 30,000 years and was discovered in a German cave. Oh, of course it'd be the bloody Germans. <laughs> Of course it was. It was made from a smooth local stone. Re really? Mm, yes. In ancient China... Is that going... before the Egyptians? Because they were into all that. The ancient well, Egyptians. Yeah. Well, in ancient China during the Han dynasty, Han royals took dildos with them to their graves for use in the afterlife. Bloody hell. And that was seen as perfectly normal. Uh, in ancient Greece, they were awash with dildos as well, and Greek husbands would often give one to his wife if he was going away as... Like Clona Willie. Yes, as they believed hysteria would occur if she wasn't being visited by her husband <laughs> whilst she was away. Now, over in sort of more recent Western society, it wasn't just ancient people who sought pleasure from a carved objects. Seems everyone was at it. Carrots and parsnips were popular. Uh, make do and mend sort of as a, you know, as a stopgap, as a cheaper option, uh, as it were, whilst the wealthy in Renaissance Italy and everywhere enjoyed a leather-covered friend. It all goes on, doesn't it? And used olive oil. As lube? Yes. Okay. Good for the skin as well. It's really good on ice cream. 
pistachio ice cream. Olive oil? Yeah, try okay. it. Okay. I heard it on Table Manager years ago. Right, okay. Even and Shakespeare goes on about dildos in A Winter's Tale. Does he? Yes. What's the quote? Exit pursued by a dildo. What? <laughs> Sorry. I never did Shakespeare scores. No, that is such a Shakespeare joke. Four funny. people have got that joke. Anyway. We did uh, have mice and men. <laughs> no, no dildos in that. Um, the modern lifelike silicon dildo, however, when do you think that dates back to? I'm going to say the... Victorian. 60s. <laughs> the 70s. Oh, Ten okay. years out, yes. Now, lots of people did get in touch when we talked about dildos a few weeks ago and said they sort of got confused with the vibrator. Yeah, because that's just a dildo with a battery in it. Yes, that actually goes back to the 19th century. And there was a, there is a film about this with slightly spurious um, historical research that went into that. But it was highly respectable amongst upper-class women. And hysteria was the name of the condition, as well as the film, where women who had anxiety or fatigue or abdominal heaviness would be treated by the doctor who would manually relieve them with this electric oh, vibrator Jesus. and that was in 1883 did they have electric then well it was well yes um it was pumping like pump like a foot pedal possibly i mean it was strictly technically these vibrators were actually used uh, for the use of men not for that but for sporting in injuries um and then uh, joseph mortimer granville realized that he could use the same thing to help relieve women what about love eggs i, I haven't done the history of love eggs okay. that's probably more recent it's a great Great line in Phoenix Nights. Right. Where they're, they're having like an Ann Summers party. An Ann Summers party? At the Phoenix, yeah. Did your mum never used to host them? No, funnily enough, she didn't. Right? Yeah, I bet yours did Tupperware parties, didn't she? Uh, That's where it all originated from. No, we did lots of arts and crafts. My mum, not with kids. She used to have like my Auntie Linda around and stuff. Oh, and right. I've had, she had an Ann Summers party once, but there's a great line out of Phoenix Nights. She goes, these are love eggs, love. Pop them up your flute and you'll come before the bus does. <laughs> Good to know. It's a great line. Lovely. He's Jerry the Berry, Perry. <laughs> He's Perry the Jerry, Perry. Anyway. Um, and remember, okay, should we move on? Yeah. I say move on, it's still the same topic. To celebrate Valentine's Day, oh, slash Jordan North's birthday next week, we're doing a romance special. Uh, it's an episode full of your love and dating-related dilemmas and stories. So, if you love love or you want to laugh at those who do, our Valentine's Day special will be just the one for you yeah now it's time for your questions and dilemmas remember if you need your help with something then we'd love it if you got in touch you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextomyboss.com you can DM us we're at sextomyboss on all the socials or you can write to William who in the fullness of time promises a hand written reply on one of our luxury greeting cards with executive self seal envelopes the address is on the website sextomyboss.com this one is from Bella ciao dear William Jordan and A.V. Adam hey He's got his first shout no, out. No, second. Oh, is that it? A.V. Adam. I recently visited and a... Chairman Emeritus Stewart. No, Bella has ignored oh. Chairman Emeritus Stewart. I recently well, visited... Of course, he's at Jacob. Well, you can go and piss off then. <laughs> Ooh, that wasn't Welsh. No. <laughs> I recently visited a coffee shop near me and was minding my own business, enjoying a cup of tea, when I saw two very cute huskies and a, with a couple at another table. Can I just stop you there? Don't get tea at a coffee shop. Oh, yeah, I did think that. Buy your own tea bags. It's like yeah. £2 for a brew. Mm. Yeah. It's a rip-off. To my horror, the woman was holding a packet of ham, which she opened up and dropped half a packet in front of each of her huskies. This was on the floor in the middle of the cafe, so I was wondering what the proper etiquette is for this situation. Should I inform a staff member and let them deal with the customer and wipe the floor, or should I say something to the customer or just leave it? Thanks in advance. 
Bella. Oh, Bella. If I was there, I would have probably had some ham. I love a little slice of ham. Not off the floor when a husky's just stuck its nose no, in it. No, but I would be like a husky. If you got a little piece of ham and dangled it down in front of me, I'd be like, I'd be like a clapping seal. I love a little <laughs> piece of ham. You know, for 11sies before you tea. Dangle any meat in front of Jordan and he's anyone's. Okay. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Again, this this trailer is <laughs> great this uh, week. Uh, 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 uh. So I'd be like a clapping seal because um, I'd probably if she if that More woman like a seal that's got the clap. If, if that woman was in the same coffee shop as me and she went, "Would you like a piece?" I'd be like, "Yes, please. I love a piece of ham." Okay, well, when, this is not about you. This is about Bella, and I would say that you can't police the coffee shop. That's not your responsibility. If the coffee shop people are happy for that to happen great i don't think it's great however if you are a dog owner and you want to put ham on the floor in a public place don't that's disgusting really yes. it's only like give them a doggy treat though doggy biscuit no. just a piece of ham no i'd say no. it's wrong you can't you can't start put, feeding your dogs bring in some kibble i really want a ham. some pedigree chum really where want, where do we draw the line i really want an ham butty now we'll go and have one after this oh mns do a really good ham butty okay it's low calorie and it's with mustard Lovely. Mm. Good to know. You're being sponsored. No, I'm not, but I really want an ham butty. Well, you can go and have a ham butty. <laughs> have you ever had a ham sandwich? Stick your... <laughs> is, that a, is this a sex thing? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stick some ham in my butty, that sort of thing. Do you, uh, do you like ham sandwiches? Yes, of a fashion. It's not my first. You're looking at me with a knowing look in your eye. No. <laughs> what is a ham sandwich? Is this... <laughs> Why don't you Google a ham sandwich now? <laughs> No, I don't want to Google that. I would like to move on. Thank you very much. I'm Ignorance is bliss. Next question. The next one is from Anonymous. Dear William and Jordan. Do you like a hot dog? Mm, not massively. It's um, got to be a very good quality sausage. I love a girthy hot dog. I braised my sausages in white wine last night. Delicious. Nigel Slater recipe. Very nice. Sausages in white wine. Very easy as well. Mm. No, it's nice. I'm not a big chicken. white wine fan. Bit of chicken. Well, no, neither am I. But a bit of chicken stock, some parmesan cheese, shallots, lovely. That's shallot. <laughs> well, this isn't your lot because this is from anonymous. Dear William and Jordan, I recently went abroad to visit my husband's extended family. We travelled with his entire immediate family, including my sister-in-law, her husband, and my in-laws, whom I love. My husband's brother and his wife, however, enrage all of us. One of the many ways they plagued us on this trip was extremely poor drinks round etiquette. Oh. Don't get me started on round dodgers. While we were over there, we went to lots of pubs, so naturally we were asking people if they would like a drink. To me, round etiquette is as follows. One, don't accept a drink in a round if you are not prepared to buy a round. Couldn't agree more. Two, it is always acceptable to excuse yourself from rounds if you cannot afford to buy a round. Three, if someone is insistent, you can let them buy you a drink regardless of your circumstance. When we were away, they were accepting drinks in rounds but did not offer to get anyone else a drink. Not once. They were ordering expensive items, but when they had to buy drinks themselves, it was always a soft drink. Now, I have been with my husband for over 10 years, and this entire time my brother-in-law and his wife have never offered to buy me a drink. I'm fine with this, but I try not to offer them one in return. The problem is, when you are offering to buy a round, you can't exclude people. I was too polite to say, does anyone want a drink? Except for you both. Am I overreacting? Have I got the etiquette wrong? Or are they absolute scabs? Love, Anonymous. I do want to say you should um, read our book, HelpISexMyBoss.com, that's currently on sale. No, it's just called Help I Sex With My Boss. Yeah, but you can get it from HelpISexMyBoss.com forward slash book. 
It's currently Actually, you can get it from sexedmyboss.com. Right, book. stop being a dick. You right. can buy it on our website. It's mm. half price. And I go in in a certain chapter on Round Dodgers there because I agree. Round Dodgers are the lowest of the low. I, I've known a few. I've, I've said this before. You've just got to call them out, but in a like funny thing you I just go it's your turn oh yeah I just say are you gonna get a bloody round in or what if if, I would say though anonymous if they when it is their turn because you sort of force it to be their turn if they decide that actually they just want they want to have a soft drink and they're gonna save the pennies that's fine that's their drink their choice as long as they are buying you what you would like. Airy John, who I used to drink with in Finney, in mm. pub, once followed a round dodger into the toilet because he used to always go into the toilet to dodge around. And, and what does Airy John like, say? Sure round, you type, get! And that was a bit work? like Mikey. <clears throat> no, that was more Airy John. Like, my, my Airy John impression, seconds and on. Yeah. All right, John, you all right? And did, and did Harry John's tactics work? Yeah, yeah. He literally grabbed him and said, get it, get, get around. Uh, yeah, him. I wouldn't suggest assault but what i would suggest anonymous and if you're if you're a bit skinned sorry to interrupt there you what i be. should say if you're a bit skinned or you just don't want to get everyone around in all you gotta say is i'm on my own i'm on i'm, I'm on my own that's the pub etiquette oh i see so you just say the word i'm on my own or I'm, I'm buying my own drinks but you can't have accepted anyone's drinks yeah you yes, can't fine. you just say that i'll stay on my own mm. which is fine which i've done in the past and stuff yes yeah, communication you, know, you go to the pub and you've only got 20 quid or something just say, i'm on my own yeah mm. Okay, fair enough. That's like my etiquette there. That's my... Yes. My forte. Pitch that to Zena. <laughs> <laughs> I will actually, you're such a bitch. No, actually don't, because it's in mine. Oh, is it? Um, okay. <laughs> William got a book deal, I didn't. Right. <laughs> Dear William, I mean, you'd never know. I turn in uh, work on time. I reply to emails promptly. I do worry that it's because I was a bit, like, sulky on that I didn't train. go away during... PR. I, I, I'm winding you up. It's got nothing to do. She just hates you. <laughs> this is from Molly. Dear William and Jordan, I've recently been promoted and have moved to a new team. Congratulations. Always going well until my deputy manager introduced me in our team chat. She introduced me as Millie. My name is Molly. What makes it worse is that she has known me for over a year and I used to work with her partner and she's never had an issue with my name before. She has been corrected on this twice by me in a non-confrontational way and once by my colleague, but persists on calling me Millie. She made a big deal of it saying I had to make a massive apology in the chat for getting Millie's name wrong, getting my name wrong a further time. How do I go forward with this? Should I just accept it and change my name to avoid further run-ins? Keep up the good work, boys. Lots of love. Molly. Not Millie. Uh, Molly, not Millie. Mm. I, I, I'm i going to come out here and maybe defend your boss. I don't think they're doing it on purpose. Speaking from someone here, like I, there's someone very close to me whose birthday, and even now I'm not thinking about, I can't remember. I, always, I, I must ask them at least once a month, and I can never remember if the birthday's on the second or the third. Are you talking about me? No, it's yours. The second. Is it? <laughs> so I'm like, and because and, I get in my own head about it, mm. and I've done this before with someone from from who I used to work with, I was like, are they John or James? And I could, and it used to tell me, but it, it's like when someone gives you directions, it don't go in. And my mum's the same. She started calling our Ryan Brian for a good year, <laughs> but because she got in her head about it. So I think your boss is getting in her head about it. Yes, if it becomes a thing. So don't, you don't make it a she'll thing. She'll be like, is it Millie or Molly? You know, like sometimes you've been told. You could change your name on teams. Like Emeritus Chairman Stu, I forget what is Emeritus Chair. Chairman well, you've got the yeah. words just in the wrong yeah. order. There you go. So I, th- I just think it's that. Yeah. Yeah. I Or maybe change your name on Teams, Slack, whatever, to Molly, brackets, not Millie. 
maybe okay. is what you could do. Or get other people. Hopefully your bot, if you tell other people, look, could you please start openly calling me Molly quite a lot? And hopefully we recondition the boss's brain. Okay. But it is annoying because our names are so personal to mm. us. I hate when I don't know anyone's name. Mm. Yeah. No, it's not nice. I hate it when I get someone's name, when I think I know their name. Oh, I hate it because I, and just I get it completely like it's wrong. so impersonal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I bumped into someone at work, mm. really high up editor. I completely forgot the name. I was like, hey, hey you. I got my coffee. They were in Q behind me. Yeah. Cheers, pal. What's the name? Well, that's why everyone used to call it everyone darling. If everyone, Hello, darling. No. You can't work on a building site in Sheffield. No, well, I, no, no, no. Like, I more meant in media circles. All right, darling. What, where do you want these bricks? I think that sounds fine. All right, mate. Right. Yeah. Well, this one is from Stuart, but a different spelling. So it's not Emeritus Stuart. Chairman, Chairman Emeritus. Stuart. Hello, lads. I not only have a dilemma, I have the dilemma. Oh. Well, okay, Stuart, let's see. My lovely husband, okay. being the amazing gay he is, booked tickets for me. A long-time G&Diva to attend your live show in Glasgow on Saturday the 11th of May. Oh, it's going to be a good piss-up. However, the shit gay he is... Oh, he's changed. Uh, forgot to check the homosexual calendar, and we have realised <laughs> we have this double booked with Eurovision. Oh. Which is on the same night. We've got... A, we've had this... Yes. My question is, William, should you have your gay card revoked for planning such a conflict? Secondly, who gets a nil point from me, sexted or Europe? Let's not cause another Brexit. Lots of love, Stuart. Just putting that in our notes, because we've got to mention that in Glasgow. It's well, Eurovision night. Stuart, it's make your mind up time. Can't we um, book that winner with beard for the night? Winner with beard. They won Eurovision a few years ago with beard. Um... You could see for islands. For, oh, no, he won't be free, will he? No. Conchita. Yeah. Um, Conchita verse. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, okay. I thought you meant Jade Ewan. I couldn't, couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't win it. She came like fifth, didn't she? She did very well. Oh, we could see Sam, no, Sam, Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder. Yeah. He's a lovely guy. Has anyone ever seen Conchita and Sam Ryder in the same room? <laughs> no, but do you think it's just Conchita's dyed, dyed their hair blonde? Your advice for Stuart, please. Well, look, Stuart, Eurovision is going to happen again next year. We're not. You've got to come. You've got to come along. Yeah. So we'll... We can keep you posted. And I promise you this, we will be camper than Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got we've got a live performance from Campman, apparently. Yeah, Campman's coming along. <laughs> Biff Bap Buff, or whatever you're saying was. Yeah. I've also, during the break, realised that Campman, you know, every superhero's got an Achilles. Campman's can be getting spanked. So if you spank him, he dies. Don't spank me, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle, sparkle, spunk. Oh, spanked. That's his, that's his. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You know, like, they've all got an Achilles, on. not Yes. Spider-Man's? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, look, Stuart, it's up to you what you do. Um, we would love to have you there. And also... No, you come in. You've got tickets. I like gold yeah, dust yeah, yeah. these tickets. You, Eurovision goes on and on and on and on and on and on. So, like, all the performances, you can probably watch all the performances in the semi-final or online. And then pro we'll, we'll finish at about 10. Mm. Depending on where you live, you can whiz, compared to the venue, you can whiz back to a hotel or to your house for the results that are on about 11.15. Yeah. And then you can just watch the results. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll no, be fine. fine. Are you into Eurovision? I used to be a lot more into it. Oh, because people get... More, what, it's, you... it's sort of got quite good. Oh. I sort of liked it when it was a bit, a bit rubbish. Because yeah. it was funnier. Yeah. 
And it's, as you know, me in general, I don't like anything when people take it too seriously. And some countries actually do very nice songs, lovely, but it's it's sort of become a music competition. And I think that's a, that's a great shame. Put this in the ideas book for next year. We should do me and William an alternative Eurovision commentary. Okay. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Lord, like, Christ, who's this now? Where are they from? Scandinavia. That's not a country, is it? Uh, no. <laughs> Where are they from? Holland. Yeah. It's not a country either. Anyway. Yeah. Holland's a country. The Netherlands is a country. Holland is an island within the Netherlands. Is it? Yes. Yeah, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, because the football team's not Holland, is it? It's the no. Netherlands. Yes. This is from Alan. Alan! Hello. Alan! Alan! Oh, Leeds Festival, 2009. Right. You've never been to a festival, have you? No. So when you go, there's always someone that goes round. Let's do this for a bonus. Get in touch. What was your thing at a festival? So Should we do it at festival time? Well, no, let's do it next week at festival. So, like, once there was... uh, Alan! 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 And there was... Butt scratcher! So when you're trying to sleep, people shout out and then other people will shout... Butt scratcher! Butt scratcher! A butt scratcher! Which is a family guy. So there was different ones, but yeah. And that's why I've never been to a festival. This is from Alan then. Hello, William and Jordan. I live in a shared house with three other people in Melbourne, Australia. G'day. It's a three-bedroom house, so as I am the newest, I sleep in the lounge. After one weekend back home, I returned to the Melbourne house around midday and found that I was alone. I had the opportunity to enjoy myself and release quite a lot of tension. Mm Mm-hmm. Told you. Another week. You got out to yourself, it's the first thing you do. I must have immediately fallen asleep as I woke up to my released tension on my naked body. Oh, Jesus, wet. I then noticed my football training bag at the entrance to the lounge room. Just call it the lounge, Alan. I thought it was strange because I thought I left it at my parents' house. A few days later, my mother rang and asked if my auntie had dropped off my training bag while she was in Melbourne. Turns out my auntie came into the unlocked house and saw me lying there, naked in a state of disarray. I have managed to keep away from being in the same place as my auntie, but in a few weeks, we have an extended family get-together. Any advice on my next move would be appreciated. Love the show, Alan. Well, I think your next move is probably to New Zealand. Alan, that's what I'd suggest. That's how you avoid that awkwardness. You don't mention it. Obviously, make sure you've wiped since then, but wiped it off. But don't showered, make, preferably. Yeah, showered. Mm, and then... What you could say, if your auntie does bring it up, is you say, it's all right, I was visited by Campman. Yes! Yes! Brilliant. And I was there was this large attack. As for why I was naked, so, we don't need to go into that. Here, Auntie Sheila, have you heard of Campman? No, what's that? Well, Campman's this new superhero around Australia, and basically, if someone's being too straight, they come in and he goes, Campman! Sprinkle sparkles and covers you in spunk. And that's what happened when you came and dropped a bag off. I think she'll believe that. Do you want another Fosters? They don't even drink Fosters over there. Slap it on the barbie! Can I just say, when I was at school, mm. I heard this urban myth that there was this lad in year 11 who was having a wank, and he's proper going for it. And like he did it and he did the deed. Mm. And then when he he's like led <laughs> Please tell me other people heard this at school. And it is Ed is having a thing and then he did the business and he come and then he turned round mm. and there's a little tray of a sandwich and a brew on the side. So his mum had come in with a tray of sandwiches and a brew and left it on his bedside table whilst he's having away. Yeah. There's also the test tube myth as well. 
Did you hear that one at your school? Yes, the and then it broke. The yeah, deal. you've done this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. What a lovely episode. Thank you so much for all those questions and dilemmas. Remember, you can listen and watch us every Tuesday and Friday. That's my bit. Oh, we've done that. We've done that. I no, know. there is no I know. Thank you for your questions and dilemmas. Remember, you can listen and watch us every Tuesday and Friday. And we'll see you next Friday. See you on Friday. Bye. Bye.